This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Hi, a D. Hi, campers. It's the weekend. Well, almost in an hour it will be. And for us, residing in the United Kingdom, it's a three-day weekend. Uh, but I think what we all really want is uh, one that lasts seven days. Yeah, so long as that doesn't mean redundancy and uh, unemployment. <laughs>
Of course, that was Walter Lure in his guise as a Waldo and a seven-day weekend from the Rent Party album. This is The Freaks, two E's, no A, featuring Ron Hansen and American Lightning from the Crazy World CD. And it certainly is. For those of you who are interested, and that's all of you, you discerning music lovers, you uh, are led by Rubin Romino, uh, founding member of Fu Manchu and Nebula, and supported by Bob Lee on drums, Clawhammer, backbiter Mike Watt, Ray Pilner on bass, biblical proof of UFOs, Esteban Chavez on keys, and Jonathan Hall on guitar, also backbiter. As you just heard, freaks, to ease, no way, deliver raw, unrefined, screaming, fuzzed, psychedelic rock and roll music that is... A dream bent, not hell bent, with tension and laced with full-on energy. 
Uh, I have Tony Slug, he of the Nitwits and Hydromatics, to thank for getting me into the next band, who are called Grindhouse. If it had not been for Tony posting a link to the video of Peter Brock built my hot rod, I would have been none the wiser, and my life would have been a tad less bit colourful. You, on the other hand, are probably fawning about in mock shock horror that I have been unaware of the Melbourne four-piece, who consists of... Mick Two Finger Simpson, vocals and guitar. Ricky Pony Club Aldersley, lead guitar. Adrian the Father, Cummings bass. And Liam Sticky Wicket Cuffley on drums. A quick trip over to their website via Facebook had me heading over to their band campsite where I discovered the band are just about to release their third album, Can I Drive Your Commodore, from whence the aforementioned Peter Brock built my hot rod has been taken. It's coming out any week now. And it was recorded in front of a live television audience in November 2017. November's great, it's my birthday. In downtown Frankston, Victoria, with Steve McDonald, the Melvins, Red Cross, and off twiddling the knobs once again. On further inspection, the band's last album, Crazy Pussy, only came out last month. Of course, their discography now resides in my bulging hard drive. <laughs> Straight to hell. 
As you should know, the Wild Hearts have tonight, tonight being Friday the 4th of May, future and non-Rock Radio UK listeners have just finished the first day of the Brit Rock Must Be Destroyed tour that also features in an revolving running order of Reef and television with Dodgy being the opening act on all the dates. Tomorrow it's Digbeth with Hammersmith of the London Port of Call on Sunday before it all kicks off again on the 19th in Glasgow taking in Newcastle, Leeds, Bristol before ending up on in uh, Portsmouth on the 26th, my missus's birthday. As you should also know, I have declined to purchase the tickets on the basis that they were around the 40 quid mark. And as much as I love the Wild Hearts, couldn't really justify the expense, as no disrespect to the other bands, Reef and Terrorvision, they don't really do it for me. I almost saw uh, Terrorvision once live when they supported De Totenhausen uh, at the uh, Town and Country Club. No, De Totenhausen supported them. That was right. Uh, but after Campino and the boys had exited the stage, I exited the venue and got an early night. The Wild Hearts community are a solid bunch that has been demonstrated time after time. But many fans were on the guide side that, depending on where the Wild Hearts were in the running order, dictated the length of the stage times. Even though, on some of the promotion material, it was claimed that it would be full sets from each band. Fortunately, Mr or Mrs Promoter was contacted and for the Hammersmith gig, Reef, the Wild Hearts and Television will play at least... 60 minutes with the chosen headliner playing up to 75 minutes. I know it's only 15 minutes, and an, but an hour's worth of the you know of the Wild Hearts with Danny returning to play bass is better than no minutes of Wild Hearts. Uh, but I am personally saving myself for the headlining gig down in Bryan in the summer. So come Sunday, I'll be at home, feet up, a glass of wine in hand, listening to very loudly, never out drunk, never out sung. PHQ live CD from where this song has been taken.
ready for this London Be kind to your web-footed friend Cause the duck might be somebody's mommy They live in a river and swamp Where the weather is always done Well you may think that this is the end Well it is I've never really been a fan of Kiss. Mrs. A and I saw them up at Wembley in March 1999 as part of their Psycho Circus 3D tour when Ace and Peter Chris was back in the band. Uh, thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, they certainly know how to put on a show all for 20 quid, which in today's money would be only £33 if my inflation calculator is anything to go by. Anyway, yeah, just let think about that for a minute. I only own three of their albums. The very best of Kiss... <laughs> Monster and Sonic Boom uh, with All for the Glory that Eric Singer sang vocals on sounding like the helicopters uh, back in the day when on a Saturday morning whilst my folks were food shopping in Sainsbury's I'll be in Shouse Records perusing what was on offer I vividly remember seeing the original Kiss solo albums in the racks just up on the right before the uh, sales counter picking them up and inspecting them a year later I would do exactly the same thing with the Dam's love song, Seven Inch. I wonder if that's where Chizzy got the idea. Ace Freely has just released a new single called Bronx Boy. And it sounds like this. Yeah, I do eventually get around to uh, the point. <laughs> Disappear. You might be part of souls, no one would even care Now there's a golden rule, be ready to attack Remember loyalty, it gotta watch my back Bronx boy, just trying to exist I never played with toys, don't give me bullshit I'm just a street kid, we see can't destroy Never thought much of it
those of you who follow me on my own personal Facebook page, you will have seen on Wednesday my post informing all and sundry that my blood pressure was 161 over 85. One level down from seek urgent medical attention. Don't panic. I'm already on a bunch of tablets. The doses and strength of which will soon be increased, I'm sure. Apparently, diet and exercise can reduce the risk of me having a heart attack. That and a high-strength vitamin D tablet, which sounds a far lot easier. Uh, something else that will be conducive would be that if I get a tip-off that a band or bands will be announcing a live date or dates on a particular day, for example, this Wednesday just gone, it should be adhered to. Like if I sign up to band's email messaging service that claims I'll get advance notice for future gigs, I expect that to be the case, Mr Wayne Kramer. Seriously, though, thanks to fellow Bernie Torway fan Richard, who sent me a link to the pre-sale of the MC50's November UK tour. I managed to get tickets. I was expecting any UK gigs to be celebrating the 50th anniversary of the MC5's live and debut album, Kick Out of Jams, to be restricted to festivals. Not so as I and Exeter Ray will be at the Shepherd's Bush Empire on Monday the 12th. From Kick Out the Jams, this is Motor City Burning.
Listening to Rock Radio UK, home of the best in rock. Turn it up. I can build an artificial world around you. I can keep you safe from all those things that go bump in the night. I can also change your mind from saying to madness. I can watch you fall apart and leave your family in tears. I can make all your hopes and dreams just disappear I know you're gonna give me what I need I 
the MC5 I played The Professor and The Madman and Dearest Foe from their debut album Elixir One Good evening sir uh, That was the other blood pressure raising issue on Wednesday waiting for the official announcement that Dear Professor and The Madman's debut UK gig that will feature both Ratscabies and Paul Gray was going to be on August the 10th at the 100 Club However Wednesday came and Wednesday went and nothing until yesterday lunchtime where two tickets were snapped up faster than you could say neat 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 also on the bill are the weird things and the witch doctors uh, as I said last week I thought we were all done with records till day that was until I discovered that the Urban Dogs self-titled album was part of it being re-released on red vinyl with some bonus live recordings obviously this was quickly procured for those of you who are musically challenged the Urban Dogs feature from the Vibrators, Knox, and from the UK subs, Charlie Harper, Alvin Gibbs, and future sub, Matthew Best. And sounds exactly how you'd expect it. <laughs>
stars of the Urban Dogs and Limo Life. The Dharmas formed in 2011 in the quiet town of Bromella, Sweden. I bet it's not so quiet now. Anyway, last Friday, a whole week ago, the band released four new songs via Lovely Records. Uh, the EP is called Creepiest Creep, and this is what the title track sounds like. <laughs> some instrumental music courtesy of the senior service and good morning mr phelps from king cobra that came out on damaged goods records (laughs) 
had melancholy this week, I fired up Amazon Prime and watched the Motorhead Bronze Era documentary, which probably wasn't the best way to cheer me up. I mean, no more Lemmy, no more Filthy Phil, no more Wurzel, no more Fasteady. So by the end, uh, I was feeling even more despondent. One thing that did stand out was how great Another Perfect Day was. Maligned by fans, and to some degree the band at the time, it reminds me of... Yeah, the Dam's music for pleasure. Not musically per se, but looking back at them both, you realise what classics they really are.
the Ramones were renowned for short songs because, as Tommy once said, we play short songs and short sets for people who don't have a lot of spare time. Sounds like me. Uh, but what is the longest Ramones track? Turns out it's Bye Bye Baby from Halfway to Sanity, which clocks in at a whopping 4 minutes and 35 seconds. Until Sunday, take it easy. Bye.